Happy New Year. Yeah, Mark. Happy New Year, Kat. Diana. 2021, which will no doubt take me a good three months to work out that it's not 2020 every time I write the date, but... <laughs> do, do people still yeah. write the date? Maybe they do occasionally. I must do, I must do sometimes. Because I always have to say, what year is it? But... Oh, it's like changing the clocks when, the, <laughs> when, um, when you know, when we go forward and backwards for daylight saving. Does everyone actually have to manually do that anymore? Because every, I remember that was a big thing. With my parents like running around, going, "Oh, we got to set the clocks back or forward." And now it's like, it's not digital; it just works. I was going to say, I, I think I remember as a kid, you know, uh, if on a Sunday or, or like the the night before my dad had forgot to do that, then you know, obviously everyone would be an hour ahead or behind. But now, as an you know fully functioning adult myself, don't Everything have to works. worry about either, that. Either Everything I feel just... like really refreshed, or yeah, and it's like oh, it's only nine o'clock, and I feel amazing, or it's like oh, I feel dreadful. Why is why do I feel terrible at ten o'clock in the morning? Uh, but but yes, here we are in twenty twenty one. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tempt fate, but it can't be worse than last year. How's your break? I don't know. I don't know. How how was your break? Well, my break was was particularly relaxing actually. I for the first time in god probably 10 15 years, I actually properly switched off for 2 weeks. Didn't check work email, didn't check work Slack, didn't check really anything to do with anything for unquote professional. Um I I really sort of checked out and, and I needed it uh, that's great. how about you that's great I mean I honestly I, I feel the same as you um I think with with it having been such a, a strange year it, it got to the end of the year and I think people just exhausted me me myself included and for once in my life I managed to to go through the holidays and not want to or even care about checking my work email which I'll, I'm really bad at that. Normally, if I'm on vacation, I'm always on the work internal messenger channel or, you know, on my phone or, or just every so often checking an email. Even though I've set my out of office, it's a really bad habit and I, and I definitely don't encourage it as a manager. But it was really nice to have a, a long period of time where I just I didn't care to check. Um, and it actually was really good for my mental health, I found. I, I really allowed myself to relax and and fully enjoy the break which um you know uh, yeah for me that was key it was it was just with this new normal of working at home i found that towards the end of the year i was just getting more and more tired and i think it's because it gets harder and harder to escape work um you know because it's always lurking in the background even if you've hived it away into a corner or a different room or an office it's still for whatever reason, I was finding it getting more and more oppressive, just that presence. So really checking out was just felt like I had to do it enough. And it, it actually was very easy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was surprisingly easy after a day to Minecraft today. Just going to have fun. Do you, do you think that's because, so I have a bit of a theory on this. So, you know, normally a, I, I don't I don't take two full weeks off over Christmas. I normally take a week off on either side, whether it's Christmas or New Year's. Um, but finding that all of a sudden my work and my, my personal life had become so intertwined, I really made a conscious effort to, to disconnect. And I think normally that naturally happens, right? The last day of your 
of your work, whether you finish on the 21st, whether you finish on the 24th, etc. You normally you leave the office, you say your goodbyes to your your colleagues, and you wish them, you know, um, happy holidays, etc., etc. And that d- disconnect automatically happens. Mm. I found that when work and home are the same thing, you really have to put those um, those boundaries well, in. Especially um, when work and almost socialising is the same thing. Because for me, I live alone. Um, the vast amount of my social interaction is over, you know, it's over WebEx calls or, you know, or any other type of video call. And that's how I socialise it. But it's all work. You know, it's with people, it's with work people, even if it's yeah. so i think you're right there's a there's a real bleed over a sort of work and home that i really needed to get away from for a bit and it really helped although i, I managed to completely ruin my sleep pattern <laughs> <laughs> i think i think so many people <laughs> will will be it was getting bad i mean in, after, in after two I... weeks i was starting to go to bed at two or three getting back you know getting up at 10 10 30 it's like proper student life again and then you're like okay come monday <laughs> go get up and be like an adult <laughs> uh, yeah so if it makes you feel any better i was doing the same but i wasn't going to sleep at like 2 a.m so i was going to sleep at 10 a.m or like 9 p.m sorry not 10 a.m at 10 p.m or 9 30 p.m and i was still sleeping till like 9 a.m 10 a.m uh. um but i felt like I, I genuinely needed it it took me a week just mm-hmm. to relax uh mentally you know just physically and then the second week you you know you finally are in that relaxation mode and then and then the weekend just starts creeping towards you and then you start have this like panic oh my gosh i the two weeks have flown <laughs> I, need, I need i need to get back into into some sort of uh, a, a rhythm yeah. or a routine. i mean it may be it may be um, look forward to retirement <laughs> i got you know it's sort of a, a snapshot but, of hey when you retire, this is what life could be like. Oh, this could be this good. I could, I could dig this. But, but here we are. We're back in. We're back. We're back recording. We're back on schedule. So and yes. Tonight we've got actually got a fairly interesting topic, and it's and it's one, I so a little bit of inside baseball. We are recording this intro after recording the topic, um, but it's very much a topic that I changed my mind on mid conversation. Uh, which I think was an interesting experience to have happen organically as we were talking. And I think that's the great thing about these these sort of conversations where you you might ne- not necessarily come in with a specific mindset, but as you you speak to other people and you you sort of hear from their experiences and um, you know sort of their point of view, um, it can it can always you know enhance your your thinking and 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 rationale. And I think. That's why we're, you know, we're always big pioneers in diversity, like have lots of different people in the room because you're going to have lots of different viewpoints and that can only enrich your journey and that can only enrich the conversation. Um, so it's, it's, it's really interesting to obviously hear and, 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 and be aware of the fact that you, you had that sort of um, epiphany as we, were, as we were discussing this. Um, but for me, mentorship is something especially in the in these in these testing times i think last year you know and and as we kind of come into this new year um it's going to be really important finding people that you you feel um you can have the tough conversations with because you know the, the world as much as we've moved into a new year the world is still very much how it was last year 
and and it's going to take a while for for it to kind of come back to some sort of normalcy i guess and and people are still going to have a lot of of um of the same pains that they went through um last year and it's just finding you know mentorship um and that safe space where you feel like you can address how you're feeling where you need the support um and have that constructive conversation absolutely um yeah it was a great conversation and it, and it it suddenly widened my view of what, of what mentorship is and what it can give you well i guess without further ado we should uh and your editing skills will seamlessly transition us into the topic <laughs> i will take that as a compliment perfect enjoy the episode guys where we talk about the importance of mentorship um and it was it comes because i was reading some articles this week and it was talking about the power of having good role models and, and mentors um and for someone you know whose career uh has really thrived because of the fact that I always managed to, you know, either through luck or, or, or I don't know, through, through people seeing something in me that I didn't maybe know at the time. Um, you know, I, I do feel like a lot of who I am and how I think, or, or so, some of like the, the way my thought processes is shaped from, you know, good mentors and, and role models. So I, I, I'm a firm believer that, if you if you can find someone whether it's through work whether it's through you know just general mentorship etc um who can who can be that model for you um definitely definitely take it um you will learn so much more from this person than, than you than you initially think so i i i find this topic is very very close to my heart um what about what about you cat have you have you ever had a mentor have you have you ever had anyone in whether it's your personal life or career um, that you've you've seen as a mentor. Ask me this question. I, I my knee jerk reaction was to say no. I've you know I've never had a mentor. Um, but then I started thinking about it a bit more, and I didn't realise I was approaching this from a very prescriptive view of what a mentor is. You know, someone you go and talk to, and they say, "Here's some career advice, young person. You should follow it." And then I went and followed it, and that absolutely has never happened. But if you think about a mentor as someone who opens up possibilities for you, who pushes you into, by offering you opportunities, even when you're outside your comfort zone and supports you, then absolutely I have. I mean, one of, one, of, uh, one of my bosses has absolutely in the past done that for me. I doubt I'd be where in my career where I am without that individual showing that faith. Um, and whilst you know we never, I, I never sat down. Or they never said I will mentor you. And whilst you know we never, I, I never sat down. Or they never said I will mentor you. I think there's very much some of that going on because, and I've done this myself with people, recognizing something you want to encourage. Yeah, and I think that's where a lot of people sometimes get mistaken or disillusioned by the term mentor um because they they assume it's someone who basically tells you you know explicitly like this is what you need to do and when you're in in i remember in high school you know they have like careers counselors etc 
And I used to hate those sessions where they would, you know, they would say, if you want to do this, this is what you need to do. And if you want to move into this industry, this is what you want to do. Or where do you want to be? And if you don't know where you want to be, that was seen as like you, you were a failure because other people knew. And for me, that, that I really struggled with. But when I, in, in sort of like early adulthood, um, and especially because for, for anyone who doesn't know, you know, seven and a half years ago, I was a teacher. Um, I moved to London, I moved into, you know, like financial services, consultant, etc. It was all completely new to me. Um, I even studied English and history, so I, I didn't even have any, anything relating, uh, you know, from university, etc. But what really opened doors for me was people seeing the potential in me. And so, you know, a mentor can, can do that for you. They might not be someone that you, you physically relate to. They might not be someone who you whose career path you you want to follow verbatim but there'll be someone who teaches you either through the way they they work the way they carry themselves or some of the conversations that they make you have with yourself with yourself where they get you to ask yourself the questions and for you to make the 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 right pathways and answers for yourself and i think that for me is is what a, a strong mentor can do where they can get you to challenge yourself and maybe even see things in yourself that you initially didn't. And if you can find people like that, you you should you should definitely aim and not let them go. Some of my mentors from like the last seven years, etc., are still you know some of the closest people to me in my life, and I can always reach out to them um, whenever I, I I'm unsure of myself. But they will always they was all they will always stand you in in good stead. And and for me. That's why I always say to people, uh, you know, if you have the opportunity to either mentor someone or or or, or have a mentor, um, definitely take it. But but don't just assume that it that means that that person is gonna gonna set the pathway for you or or give you like a a quick you know user guide on how to navigate through life or or be successful. Everyone's journey is different, and a good mentor understands that, and they and they get you to kind of focus on on you and and how best to get those questions and answers out of yourself um comes from i've never wanted somebody to make choices for me or even support me in choices um to a fault i'm fiercely independent so i've never wanted that type of mentorship But again, the ability to, and you know, I've never wanted to talk about what, you know, I mean, partly, and yes, you're going to have to edit some of this because I'm mumbling for me. It's, it's about, I, I'm never going to be able to be vulnerable um, with a mentor, or as I can be very vulnerable with a therapist. But when it's on a professional setting, and it's about, jointly moving forward with the cover of somebody senior then that's a very powerful relationship and I absolutely think that it's worth finding that if you can and, and thinking about it obviously the, the, there are lots of people um, well, how do I get a mentor? it's interesting uh, I mean I guess I think that's my, my how first mentor actually you when I moved I to London it was um I think there's so something in me that that I didn't realize was a skill at the time. So when 
when you're new and you join a company, you can you can kind of get lost in in some of the noise, especially when there are huge companies, and and some of it, you know, you kind of have to find your own path when you're foot sort of like your your foothold and. I just remember just going and introducing myself to to the senior senior person, and I think years later they they still reminded me. They said, you know, you came up to me and you just introduced yourself as someone you know relatively new, and I was very very junior at the time, um, and they really appreciated that. Like I didn't wait around for someone to introduce me to everyone, um, and I also made sure that when I was free or if I had time and and I could help people, I I went looking for work rather than just assuming that someone will come and give me work. And it was those kind of traits where, where I think they kind of saw them a bit of themselves in, in, in me as well. But they saw the potential in me. And then, you know, through various things that happen within companies, like reorgs happen, um, you know, new roles come about where maybe they don't necessarily need someone with experience. They just need someone who can roll up their sleeves and, and get things done. And and the you know those those sort of opportunities just started coming my way where they were sort of like well she doesn't shy away from going and introducing herself to people she doesn't shy away from asking for work and that's far more important right now than someone with a specific set of skills and it allowed me to to, to get into the right positions um or, or be fortunate enough to be offered you know roles etc and then i i worked like everybody else does you know, I, I always say I don't work more than anybody else. I work my ass off just like everybody else does and, and it pays dividends. And and then, you know, years later, someone said to me, you know what you are, you're resourceful, which I never saw as a skill. Um, but now I see it as one of my biggest strengths that give me a problem. And even if I don't know what I, you know, at the time, how to, how to, how to handle it or how to fix it, um, you know, one thing you'll be guaranteed is I'll come back with an answer because being resourceful means you go and you find out. And if you don't know yourself, you find someone else who knows it and you get that information. Um, and for me, that's something that I now also see is, you know, when I speak to people, young people, etc., and they always say to me, but I don't have the qualifications or I don't have this and I don't have that. And I'm like, that's half the battle. Um, but the, the, the other side, which is, which is also as important, you know, rather than just sitting there and saying, I don't have it, what do you do? Do you give up? Do you walk away? Or do you, you know, think of it as a bigger challenge and, and, and look to, to get past it? And I think... Oh, absolutely. And I, I think, so I was just thinking about this from the other perspective. Um, which is, again, you know, one of the sort of founding principles of why we started Queen's the Tech Age is, you know, we are at points in our careers and our, our levels of experience where, if anything, yep. if anything... You know, we are in a position to do that sort of mentoring and that sort of that role model guiding and I was sort of thinking about how and I'm not going to make it a, a man versus woman thing it's not a I hope it's not a sort of nurturing mother type figure thing you know when I work with junior engineers there are the ones that stand out um, for several reasons um, but those are the ones that I will take time with and if anything I will push them and I will move them outside their comfort zones and I will you know when they raise concerns about it I, I will try and you know, assuage their concerns and, and support them and push them because I see something in them and I think oh you could be great but let's get you this experience let's get you that role let's get you that thinking 
show me you can do it. Or you did do it and you didn't think you could and I love that. And that's one of the best experiences I think you can have in a sort of process. I think you can have in a sort of professional setting is seeing somebody you pushed succeed when they didn't think they could. And hearing what you're saying, thinking about it. Also not setting out to mentor these people like explicitly. That is ultimately what I am doing. And I wonder, A, if they realise that they're being mentored. And I wonder how many people out there, especially junior people in the career who might have that interest from a senior colleague who's going, hey, um, here's a project, do this please. I know you can do it, I trust in you. And I wonder how many people are like, oh, oh, oh this person keeps pushing me and I don't like it. And setting aside the fact, yes, there are unfortunately an awful lot of creeps out there, but you know, they're, they're, they are probably pushing you for a reason and they see something that you do not see in yourself. And because it's a profession, and because it's a professional environment, being vulnerable to admit the sort of I feel I cannot do this, um, you know, and the whole like that's never going to be explicitly said. So it is behind that mentoring. It's like I, I, I want you to succeed in your life and career, and I, having done this, think that's important and that will impress people, and I need that done, and I trust you to do it. So I think if if anybody is taking that interest in your career. Embrace it. Don't run away from that. Because that is a, that's a useful resource. Exactly. I am. And also you, the, the difference between uh, someone taking an interest in your career who actually really wants you to thrive and, and, and be successful. And, and, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, um, as, as women, you know, we can we can face attention, etc., which is all sometimes unwanted and also not appreciated. Um, and that's why I wanted a caveat. Yeah, it. there's a because, because that's as a woman mentoring men and women in the way I describe, I for good or ill, that's never going to be seen as problematic because it's not. Um, but unfortunately, you do have to be careful. There are assholes out there. There are predators out there who will take advantage of you. And it is a power dynamic in the workplace which can be difficult to avoid. And I wish I had better advice for how to tell the genuine people from those who would wish you... Those who would put their needs above yours. Yeah, I mean, it's but interesting. I, I, don't, I don't have a good one. Uh, maybe this is something for, for an, another podcast because I do think there's, there's value in that conversation as well. Um, but just just because I, I want to just give a brief summary, when you are um, when you're sort of like you know like all of us are, and even though like Kat and I have been in our careers for a while now, so we're, we're no longer seen as, as newbies. Um, there's uh, your integrity and how you carry yourself is going to be really really important. And there's a reason I say this because as as a as a woman, I realized really quickly that um, I was going to fall into two or three categories. Um, unfortunately, some of those categories are, you know, you can be seen as intimidating, you can be seen as, you know, kind of firm, etc., and stern. It's all of the negatives that you always hear about, you know, powerful, successful women. Not, not that I'm saying I'm either powerful or, or successful, that's just an example I'm using. Or you're seen as the, 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 the person in the office that everyone can kind of 
give all the administrative tasks to flirt with, you know, be slightly um, tongue in cheek, and 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 assume that you're gonna you're gonna put up with it. Um, and I really quickly, especially because I was working in financial services, I, I don't see it happening so much in the tech space, um, or maybe I'm just lucky enough that I don't see much of it happening. Um, I had to choose one of those two, and I chose the I want to be known as the the firm person that you don't make jokes with, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but I also think it helped that my mentor at the time was a really, really senior person, who was also very like you know um, well respected. Um, gentleman and to this day I've never you know I've heard people talk about him being um, like really strict or, or being firm but he was never um, impolite he was never rude he never crossed the boundaries with anyone you know up until I left and like I said now he's still like I see him as a as a as, as a friend um, you know we had we'd never even like I think the, the day I left um, you know uh, he, he did my leaving speech and we shook hands and after seven years of having worked with someone so closely, um, you know, I thought, oh, well, you know, I should, I should hug him, but it was the most awkward thing for both of us because of the fact that we just respected each other so much. I respected him as my senior. Um, and those are the kind of relationships that are fruitful because of the fact that you know that that person is just there to support you in your career and they want to see you doing better. Um, the people who are, who unfortunately don't fall into that bucket or who act inappropriately, etc., are never going to be there to drive your career, and and it'll be it'll, it, it you know it very quickly it, you you become aware of that. Um, but yeah, I had to kind of. Amara, I I I see is very powerful. Yeah, but you have to build yourself that persona, right? So my persona in the end was. Um, you know, I was the COO's right hand person, and so uh, if people saw him as being, you know, quite um, sort of to the point, etc., I just became uh, an extension of that, which in a, in a way was great because it stopped uh, unsolicited comments or people thinking that they can just, See, you know, speak I think to you so. in specific I, ways. I think, but it should It's something you have to deal with at different points in your career. And I am well aware that I get away with behavior now. Well, not get away with, I, I cultivate behavior now that I would not, and you should not do as a junior person. Because I am trying to normalize being different in the office. I will quite happily take a meeting um, with a plushy toy. With a plushy toy. You know, obviously not the customer. But if it's not a serious meeting, I'm going to show that you can be a bit different and a bit weird and a bit girly, and it's fine. But I get away with that, because I'm quite senior. Um, but you're absolutely right. I think the, the thing that should become very clear, clear very quickly is when, I'm, when you are, have that mental relationship, is it coming from a point of accelerating you or is it coming from a point of enabling them and if it is the former great then that that person sees something in you that they wish to encourage and push forward and if it is the latter then kick him in the balls and remember it can also be it can also be a lady so um that, that's true but, but is it um honestly in my in my career the the a lot of the the pushback I've ever felt, or where I felt like people were out to to sabotage my my career, was always from women, and I, and I, and and that's obviously I I I know that I role models both male and female or mentors. Um, I I really appreciate those people because 
there's a lot more people out there who can make your life you being mentored even if you don't know it's happening is a good thing it, it will advance your career find those people who can answer your questions uh, Twitter? I, maybe not. we'll be back with another episode wash your hands wear until hands. then stay safe enjoy the next couple of weeks and of lockdown I, sorry,